Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our next episode with financial advisor Larry Spoff. We wrapped up last week a very good session, and um, today we're going to talk about um, historical financial trends, uh, specifically the S&P 500, and what Larry refers to as the lost decade. So, uh, Larry, welcome back. Thanks for joining me again. No, it's my pleasure. Uh, glad to be on, Jeff. And, um, you know, I'm excited for what we're going to talk about today. I think it'll resonate with a lot of people. Yeah, I know I have a lot of questions. So if I do, I know the audience does. Uh, okay, so let's let's get into this. The lost decade. What what uh, define that for for everybody? Okay, sure. So you know, it kind of came up, and and this was the reason why I said, hey Jeff, let's talk about this because I was recently on Channel Nine doing a little bit of a segment, you know, as the financial guy, et cetera, and I just kind of blurted that out, you know, the lost decade, and somebody said, well, what is that? And well, if what it is is if you go back. You know, sitting in front of me right now, I have a chart of the S&P 500, okay? So you kind of got to visualize this on a podcast. But if you look at the year 1997 through the year 2011, okay? So just kind of visualize this. Picture a big capital letter M. And what I mean by the capital letter M is starting at 1997, the market had some really nice growth. Uh, on my chart, it shows 106% growth over 1997 to the year 2000, okay? And then in the year 2000, most of us can remember the dot-com bust, right? Where we used to call them the dot-bombs. And yeah. so the market dropped starting at the year 2000 for three years, Jeff. The market was down. It was a long, long recession, and it was down over 49%. And then we can, you know, even if you're on the younger side of things, you remember the housing boom prior to the last recession, the financial crisis. Well, the market was going up gangbusters. Houses were selling to anybody who could say, hello, you could qualify for a mortgage almost. And of course, that created a financial crisis. And then 2000 hit. And so if you're visualizing that capital letter M, that's that last leg of the letter M going down. And then the market started to move up all the way through 2020, not including Corona. So the lost decade, if you can imagine this, Jeff, like you're looking at this chart and you see the market is up, then it's down, you lost it, then it's up, you got it back, then it's down again, you lost it, and then it's back up and you don't really break even till around 2011, 2012, okay? So it's almost as if, now I know we have bonds in our portfolios and things like that, but just looking at the S&P 500, right. the last decade is a period of time where our gains were wiped out each time by a recession. So really net net, there were no gains, okay? And then the market took off like we currently know. Okay, not, we won't talk about Corona right now. So then the market took yeah, off and we had the longest bull run in history. Okay, but for that roughly, we'll call it 10, 12 year period, more like 12 years. Here's what you've got to think about if you're getting close to retirement or you're in retirement. And this is really, really critical because we don't know what the future's going to bring, right? So if you were in retirement and that was happening and you were taking income, Jeff, 
what happened to your portfolio? Right. Well, you were essentially in a spend down because if you're taking money and losing money at the same time, double-edged sword, right? It's like you're losing twice, once because you pulled money and once because the market went down. Now it's true, the market came back, you know, for example, in 2002, it started to turn, and then 2003, the market started to move up. But let's say you were in retirement. You lost a bunch of money, you pulled out a bunch of money because you had to eat and pay the mortgage, right? And so now to recover from that position of double losses, it might not happen. But even if you were able to get that growth back up there and maybe get your portfolio back to where it was, then the 2008 recession hit. And while that was going down, you still had to pay the mortgage, right? You still had to go to the right. grocery store. And so you're pulling money and losing money at the, the same time. So when we call it the lost decade, for those people retired in that period and pulling money from, for example, their TSP, or maybe they had rolled it over into a managed portfolio or whatever the case may be. Jeff, I'm telling you, some of those people just got killed. They got wiped out and their, their retirements got obliterated because they weren't properly structured. And so when we talk about investing, we want to look at different tools for the right job. We want to look at different uh, managed portfolios. We want to look at index products and insurance companies give us a guaranteed no, no risk of loss. You can't lose money. And so when the market goes down on some of those insured products, if the market's down, okay, I can't lose money. Even if I didn't make anything, at least I don't have to make up my losses. So when we talk about retirement planning, Jeff, I like to try to tell people that you have to plan for everything that you can't even think of. Right. Who thought of the coronavirus? You know, nobody knew. Black swan event. So, you know, you can't you can't let people think that the market is going to continuously go up. We don't know what the next 10 years look like. It might be up, might be sideways, might be down, might be a deflationary period. Maybe there's a debt crisis. I certainly don't know. And so we look at that lost decade and I try to get people to understand that um, you, you can't just be in a portfolio, cross your fingers, hope for the best and go into the night. You know what I mean? Okay. So with that, with that being said, then if, if I'm sitting here and I want to retire at the end of the year with the, you know, with the chaos of 2020, not knowing what the yeah. future holds, how do you manage that with somebody? and somebody reaches out to you for a retirement consult consultation, how do you, what steps do you go through with them to comfort sure. them and move them into that next phase of life without, you know, this, this up and down, um, crazy, um, well, I think what's going to be a crazy market going forward and inflation has been incredibly low. That can't hold off forever. So how do you manage, how do you walk them through this? Right. So it really comes down to, you know, one of the first things we do, first of all, is, is we're going to do what we call our fact finder. Right. What do you have for uh, if your government, you know, what is your FERS or your CSRS going to pay you? Or if your FERS add Social Security to it, maybe you got military pension. So all of those things we find out and then we figure out, OK, what do you have for assets to work with? Right. We want to piece the puzzle together. 
And so, okay, this is your asset that we have to work with. Now, what do you want for a goal income net after tax? And let's just say between their FERS and maybe they have some military pension and they need another $2,000 a month to really be comfortable net after tax. Okay, well, that's where the planning process begins. So the way I like to help people visualize is I subdivide it into buckets. Bucket number one, we use investment products that are guaranteed by insurance companies not to lose money. So bucket number one, we're designing income. Because if if somebody said, okay, well, I'm going to roll 600,000 over to bucket number one, Larry, this indexed product, why do we do that? Well, because we have a guarantee that we can't lose money. So if everything goes off the rails and the market stinks and it goes down and all these problems, well, that money that we needed to have for income, I can't lose any of it because of the market as guaranteed by a legal reserve insurance company. I can't lose any of that money. So once I've got my money secured and protected from the market, then we'll move over and we'll start talking about investment portfolios, our private wealth platform that we work with called MarketGuard. Fabulous portfolios, technical, actively managed portfolios. But I don't want to get there until we've secured the money that we're going to use for income. So bucket number one has your pension in it, your social security, if you want to think of it that way, and these index products. Bucket number two is for growth outside of income. So that growth bucket, Jeff, the way I like to say it is, that growth bucket is unmolested by income, meaning gotcha. you don't need it for income. You might pick at it here and there. Uh, for example, I was with somebody today and they said, Larry, I said, you know, where do you want to go uh, when you retire? What would be your dream vacation? And they said, Bora Bora. And I said, well, great, take me with you, right? Right. <laughs> but, but um, you know, and if they wanted to pull whatever it costs to go to Bora Bora for a couple of weeks, let's say 20 grand, and they want to pull 20 grand from their growth bucket, well, great, that's a one-time pull. Or maybe they got to fix the air conditioner or any of those things. So, you know, it's all about realizing and coming to grips with, we don't know what tomorrow's gonna bring. We don't know. I don't know, you don't know, nobody knows. So we just have to structure correctly to try to secure the income that we want and then decide how we're gonna grow outside of that. I hope that makes sense because again, you go back to the lost decade, who knew? Well, a lot of people were in a lot of trouble because they didn't plan correctly. Well, and I, I think everybody, you know, looking back, I, you know, some listening um, don't realize that before 9-11, the bubble had already burst. Yeah. The dot-com world. That was already starting to, that was starting to collapse. And then you had that black swan event of 9-11. So yeah. mm -hmm. now we're living through 2020. So uh, you're right. Um, so the last question I have, and maybe... Maybe you address this to some degree, but if somebody is saying, okay, well, how long how long can I sustain my retirement if we're in a sideways or or a bear uh, recession or depression? Yeah, so this is something that um, I really like to do and and our clients love it because, we really, really drill down into portfolios and retirement plans. 
And some people are amazed at such in-depth analysis and projections. So let's say I had a retirement plan sitting here built for Jeff and, and you're, you're 65 years old and you're gonna retire next year. And we structure this retirement plan for you. Well, in our software, there's something called sequence of returns. When do we get returns and when do losses happen and what would happen to my portfolio in each of those scenarios? So it's kind of like I'm pushing a button in the software and it's shuffling around returns and losses on the other side. And so what I tell people is, you know, if this was your retirement plan, Jeff, I'd say, okay, here's how I've structured it and we'll, we'll change it based on what you want, but here's how I've structured it and why. And now I'm going to try to destroy your retirement plan. So we go down to this tab called market and we start throwing bombs at our retirement plan and we try to blow it up and see what happens in different market scenarios. What if I get three years of losses right out of the gate when I retire? What would happen? And of course, we don't really know what the losses would be, but we want to simulate all kinds of scenarios that we can't sit here and think of. You know, and so a retirement plan might look beautiful on paper, but let's test it all the way through age 95. I want to see what my assets are projected to be when I hit 95. Because, you know, if I've got 3 million left, great. Beneficiaries are going to love me. But if I theoretically ran out of money or I just fell back on my Social Security because I had a poorly designed plan, we don't want that. Yeah. So we've got to test it and structure it and if it doesn't come out right you know is this person taking too much income you need to take a little bit less um whatever the case may be but we can go back and look at it and figure it out before you pull the trigger and, and get into retirement so we don't know what the market's going to do tomorrow i wish i did i know exactly where to invest but i don't um so that's I guess, Jeff, what I would say is that's real legitimate retirement planning, net of estimated taxes, inflation, the whole thing thrown in there and tested. That's what people want. They're just not getting it for the most part out there in the market. They're really not. And that's why we're doing this series to get the word out. So um, great information. Thank you. Yeah, no, my pleasure. I hope sometimes I get a little wordy or a little bit in depth, you know, but um, you know, it's what we're passionate about. And when people well, I'm just picturing the McDonald's signs now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if McDonald's signs are better than the capital letter M. I don't know which one is better. I guess McDonald's. <laughs> you, can <laughs> you can still get a happy meal. Um, that's right. All right. So uh, once again, for everybody that's um, maybe catching the first broadcast here, how somebody wants a uh, retirement consultation and part of our relationship is Larry, with Larry and his team is that they will do a complimentary initial uh, retirement consultation with everybody that is attending. So first, uh, let's get everybody your information. Sure. So I allow people uh, through Fed Resources to call me directly. Okay. Now, if you're one of those people that want to call, and I don't pick up the phone. I'm giving you my direct number. So uh, a front office person isn't going to answer. It's my direct not line. If you miss me, just please leave a voicemail. I promise you I'll call you back. My direct line is 
1-800-242-6464. If you're not sure that you want to call and you want to check us out a little bit, that's awesome. Go to our website, retirementprotectionsolutions.com, and you'll find just a ton of information. You'll find interviews I've done on Channel 8, Channel 7, Channel 9, all these different things on the website. You'll find some TSP information. Uh, and you can actually fill out a contact form there uh, and, and go that route. Um, you can email me, Jeff, Larry at yesretire.com, or simply just simply go through Fed Resources, and Jeff's team will um, push your information over here, and uh, we'll reach out to you. Either way works. Absolutely. And if um, you want to check us out, if you haven't already, Go to fedchecklist.com. On that site, you'll you'll find the 12 must-ask questions that fit right into what Larry and I were talking about for federal employees prior to retiring. Very important questions. You can also download, get, download a PDF complimentary uh, workbook that you can fill out. Uh, it includes worksheets for retirement and a budget. And you can also post questions on there a request and uh, we'll get it over to Larry's team and they will be in touch. So this wraps up our session. Uh, what is in store for next week, Larry? Uh, next week, um, it kind of tees up off of what we just talked about, the S&P and losing money and things like this. Next week, we're going to talk about what I think is one of the most important topics that I'm going to say 99% of advisors don't even address. And it's called sequence of returns while taking income. I kind of touched on it a minute ago, but it's super important in how to avoid that pitfall in your retirement. Sequence of returns while taking income, it's critical to know and understand. Especially with people living longer and longer. So Absolutely. So everybody check us out, look for that next episode to be uploaded. Uh, tell your friends, fellow, fellow, federal employees, even those that may have retired already, still need to plan. So look for our next episode. This concludes our session. Thanks again, Larry. Thank you, Jeff. It was great. Have a great day.